all right, November 30th, 2020, and uh, just coming back from a Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, two really dumb games. One was pushed back and then pushed back again, and it's still not canceled, though I can't figure out why. And uh, then we had a bunch of odd games on Sunday. Like, almost all of them were way different than I expected. Some teams just did that should have been playing well just didn't show up and some teams that we thought were taking put up a fight um let's jump into the first one dolphins at jets uh jets were getting seven points over under 45 i took dolphins and under you took dolphins and over i still understand why you took the over and the final score was 20 to 3 dolphins not a big surprise. That's kind of what I figured it would be. So the total score was 23. It was under. And uh, the Dol- the Jets would have needed 17 points to cover, which they did not get. Uh, so first, right off the bat, Tua didn't play in this. I don't. I didn't see anything. Was there a reason Tua didn't play in this one? Yeah, he hurt his thumb. Okay. So, uh, you know, and also he was benched for not being good. Yeah. So he, his thumb is probably okay. Uh, he's probably just benched because he came out and looked awful. But then, why would you not uh, play him against the Jets? Like, if you want some, if you want someone to get their confidence back, this is the team you play him against. I think it was more like we don't need him against the Jets, but because uh, for, for some reason they seem to think that Fitzpatrick is, you know what I mean, like like not as good as Tua in some degree. And uh, I would, I, I beg to differ. <laughs> uh, I mean, as far as like win now, yeah. like I'd leave Fitzpatrick in, man. If you want to go to the playoffs, leave Fitzy in. He's way better than Tua. Uh, and he can get that ball up in the air. Now, he only got 20 points against the Jets, so that's upsetting. But uh, Conan Williams has been an animal. Do what? That's all they really needed was 20 points. I mean... Yeah, well, no, that's that's all they needed. But I just feel like against the Jets, he could have done a lot more and would have come out a little, lot hotter because he was pissed off about being benched. Yeah. But uh, but Quentin Williams was all over the place, and he has been a stud the last, like, month. And... Um, in fact, he's like dwarfing all the other defensive linemen in statistics mm-hmm. over the last month. So uh, good for him I mean, <laughs> for, for only... not caring that the team is crumbling and still playing his, yeah, his butt off. You he's know, the only pro on the team. Everyone else is terrible. He really is. I mean, they've got they've got receivers, but uh, now they got Flacco. So <laughs> I feel like if Darnold were on this team now that their receivers are actually healthy, like he might be able to put up. Eh, 14 to 17 points a game. <laughs> it's interesting that you say that because he was the only person that played for them this past week, and he threw for 197 yards and two interceptions. Who did, oh, Darnold was Darnold it? Darnold played, yeah, Darnold. I thought oh, that Flacco shows, was yeah, going to shows you I didn't watch. I, yeah, I didn't care about this game at all. Uh, but Darnold did play. Uh, yeah, the only thing I noticed was Fitzpatrick was out, but I didn't really care too much. I thought this seemed like it was going to be a, a win for the Dolphins. Uh, I, let me ask you this. If you're the Dolphins... Now, you have your pick, which will probably be a higher pick, because I think they're going to make the playoffs. And you also have the Texans pick, which will likely be probably a top 10 pick, maybe even a top, maybe a top, like, seven. Uh-huh. Do you – this is a good dra- uh, quarterback draft class. Do you go get one in the first? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I think you you got to leave – wait, yeah, you got to leave two in for the rest of the season and what you got, see what you got in him first. Cause yeah. if he's good, I mean, even just remotely good. Uh, no, I don't think you do because my God, the team you could build around, you know, uh, uh, with, with two more first round pick. I mean, the team's already really solid. Yeah. 
Like if they had two more first round picks and a very early second, because uh, I think they also have our second round pick. Um, they do. My God, yeah, that would be that would be really good. <laughs> I mean, that would be a hell of a team. Uh, they could get one more O lineman. Uh, like a they real, need a running you know, back, a true running top, back. Yeah, I'd grab the top line. I'd I'd grab the top tackle in the draft. That's who I would grab. I'd yeah. grab the top tackle in the draft at pick seven, or you know, top two. Uh, if somebody goes before that, but uh, I would get a receiver a right too. I would get a re- another receiver. Um, Devonte Parker. Devonte Parker's good. He's he's got a little bit of injury history. Um, as does uh, Albert Wilson. Uh, or I'm sorry, not Albert. Preston Williams. He also has kind of an injury history as well. Um, yeah. That's your only two receivers. I would get one more. Uh, I agree with you. I'd get another tackle. I would get a center. Because you, you, I think that's the biggest problem with two right now is that offensive line's not very good. You're the See, only I, two players like Austin Jackson and Solomon Kinley are both rookies, and then you have Eric Flowers, who is wildly, I don't know, mediocre. He, no, he's he's bad. Yeah, and, and okay. I would he's bad. Yeah, and right. I mean, I I would grab. I mean, you could grab the top, the top center in the draft with the seventh pick in the uh, in the second round. I mean, you could, you know, centers don't typically go in the first round at all. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you could grab the first or, or worst second best center in the draft in the second round. So, yeah, the first round, I mean, yeah, if you want, you can get a, you can get an absolute stud wide receiver, and you could grab a, a, a left guard or a right tackle. I, I, I'd probably go right tackle, uh, and then get a guard late in the second. But yeah, you could, you could build the best O line you've ever seen. Uh, and even in the third round, still get a decent running back. So I mean, that offense could be amazing after the draft they they have, have coming up to him this year. If if Tua can be the guy, like if they don't need to waste draft capital on a quarterback, they could build an incredible offense, and they already have a great defense. So, man, I, I think you just I think it's too early to tell. Is I guess my answer. I'd wait and see what Tua has over the next four or five games, and then if he looks like He's got a chance to be the guy. Give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, and just build it, an ultimate team. It'd be know? nice if you already had your quarterback. And he's shown he's shown accuracy. He's shown some smart plays. Um, so I feel like I feel like he's got the ability. I don't like left-handed quarterbacks. I'll be honest. That that I just wouldn't mess with it. Now another thing is they got Robert Hunt from Louisiana Tech last in, in this past draft in the second round, who you and I were both high on going into the draft. They wanted to play him at tackle. Right now, he's second on the depth chart at right tackle. I think he's a guard, to be honest. So I think they they've got their guards with Robert Hunt and Solomon Kinley. I think they need another tackle and a center, uh, yep. a running back, another wide receiver. I would go all offense. That defense doesn't need any help. I would go all offense on this one. I mean, keep in mind too. Keep in mind, you could probably trade Tua for a first to somebody, uh, and. You have they have not no in money. this draft because you could get a Tua. You you could if two if t- two is tradable after his first year, the most you're gonna I get mean, is a third. What well, Josh Rosen? What did didn't he get? Didn't he, he get a late a first? He got a second, I believe. Oh, from, a second from okay. the Dolphins. But again, the, the, year, the year after. Yeah. Well, because yeah, year after because they didn't really get to see too much, and that that Cardinals team was kind of an upheaval. Like there was no there was nothing positive about that Cardinals team. And they had just taken Kyler Murray, who was clearly one of the best quarterbacks. So yeah. the Dolphins, I don't think we'll get – if it was for Trevor Lawrence, they might be able to trade Tua for a one because, like, well, look, I mean, obviously you take Trevor. But yeah. 
they're not going to get Trevor. They're not going to get Justin Fields. There are quite a few good quarterbacks, I think, coming out of there. Well, they this, might this get is, a Mac Jones, which I think this, this is about why I say it though. To to a, yeah, but they have no they have no money spent right now on their on their. I mean, they're they're way under the cap. Uh, so this is a team that could potentially grab a Dak Prescott and then uh, and then draft all those great players. Ooh, uh, and like then, and then if they did that, then they can say, you know what? We don't we don't need Tua. Uh, even if they just got a second, yeah. flip him for a second. And you got Dak Prescott, a tackle, a wide receiver and a guard and a center in the first two rounds. Uh, my God. <laughs> and that defense, like, I mean, that's that's a team that could that could say, hey, you know what? We're going all in, and we want a quarterback who can play today. Yeah, we don't want a project. We want a guy who can play tomorrow. Maybe he's not at the level. I don't think that, like, Dak a Fields is a, or something. But Dak be. is not a. I don't think Dak's a step up from Tua. Really, I think it's kind of it's more of a push. I don't know, man. And you're he did get, a lot with that get, Cowboys get, offense. Well, but that 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 Cowboys offense also had a lot of talent on it. I mean, I'm. I guess I'm arguing that if you grabbed a first-round pick tackle, and you already have a first-round pick tackle, mm-hmm. uh, and the best center in the draft, uh, and you got two good receivers, you get a late first-round receiver. Like they've got a lot of talent now too. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dak. I mean, Gaskin. Uh, I'm not sure, but Kasicki's a stud. I he mean, is. they've got they got players all over that offense. If you were to go that route, yeah. Um, at that point, they would like overnight become a really solid offense. Yeah. Um, but again, you know what you got in them. It's not a it's not a gamble. And if you're going to spend the money on anything, might as well spend it at quarterback. Yeah, true. And you might see. Uh, you you uh, no, I don't think the Jets would do this, but they are the Jets. So, man, Sam Darnold <laughs> would be nice, but it's in your division. In the uh, division, yeah, it's yeah. tough. Uh, although, if anyone would do it, it would be. The <laughs> They'd be dumb enough. <laughs> uh, Let's move on to the next game, which is the Browns at the Jags, a game nobody cares about. So the, the Jags are getting seven points. The over-under is 49. Uh, we both took Browns and under, and this was your lock of the week. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, neither of us did it because the Browns went ahead and Browns did up. The They ended up winning, but they won 27-25 to 25 against a team who's not only trying to tank, but they brought in Mike Glennon. If you, I mean, that's the most tankable thing you can do is bring in Mike Glennon. So they brought yeah. him in and, uh, I'm, yeah, I don't get it. Two thirty-five <laughs> and two touchdowns, no interceptions. He even had two carries for six yards as a, as a tall, that's a tall giraffe running them six yards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. But, uh, uh, yeah. So the total score is 52. So it was not, it was just barely over for what we said. Uh, but it was not even the spread was not even close. The Browns or the Jags very easily covered. Uh, yeah, their their leading receivers were Colin Johnson and Akilin Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know how the Browns defense gave up twenty six points or twenty five points to these guys. I am just shocked. Uh, I would have thought at least another three points uh, from the Browns and about. You know, four less points from the Jags at least. Seven. At least, yeah. uh, I'm just, I'm just really shocked the Jags put that on the Browns. Uh, was it at least in Jacksonville? I hope. Uh, um. No. It, yeah. It was at. It was at Jacksonville. I mean, okay. Is that, Jackson, is that better? Yeah. Is that better? No, it shouldn't. It's great weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, that and they have no fans. That that makes no sense. Uh, that that happened. But uh, I mean, the Brown the 
you know, the running backs did what we, what I expected them to do. Um, they ran all over them. Uh, but uh, just, just the defense is just what was totally surprising. I mean, Mayfield missed some wide-open touchdowns. That's not surprising. That's what he does. <laughs> That's what he does. Uh, Jarvis Landry had 143 yards, which has got to be, like, his second-best day ever for yeah. the Browns. Uh, but Nick Chubb got 144 yards, so he been in by yard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and, well, one rushing, the other one passing, because Nick Chubb also got 32 yards passing. Passing, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't – this is all – I think this is a lot on – now, the offense wasn't great – or, I'm sorry, the, yeah, the offense wasn't great for the Browns, but this has got to be on the defense because I don't understand how – I mean, it's not like they're missing a lot of talent. Uh, James Robinson got 128 yards and a touchdown. He's pretty good. Uh, if I'm them, I don't know why I don't just stack the box and make Mike Glennon beat me. Uh, the one thing I would do is take James Robinson out of it, just stack, just bring pressure, and then you throw off yeah. Mike Glennon. I don't understand I don't understand how you mess up this bad. Uh, you know no, what? It's, it's... They'll have a new quarterback next year. They won't be Baker because they're not going to give him his uh... – You think so, huh? Yeah, because the next year is Baker's fifth-year option. Usually by this time, a team will have – well, they would have already had to already give it to him. So you have you have to give them the fifth year option the year before. Okay. So so if if tomorrow if next year's his fifth year, then they already gave it to him last offseason. Okay. Or they didn't, and he's a free agent. One of the two. Okay. Uh, I'll have to look. Yeah, you don't give it to him the same offseason that they that they get re-upped. It's a year before. Okay, so actually, that's why it's such sorry. a tough call. So this is this is his third year. So that this offseason they can decide whether or not they want to. The fifth year option, yeah. yeah. The fifth year option. Um, I, right. I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I agree. Not I mean, you're not good. gonna, because a first year, I'm sorry, a first round quarterback in the fifth year of their deal gets a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, even for a you know a guy who hasn't been re-upped, I mean, he's still gonna get like twenty. Not just a first round pick, the first round in the entire draft. Oh, was he the over first overall? He was the oh first yeah, overall. his. Yeah, he's going to get like $12 million next year, and if they get a fifth-year option, he's going to have to get like – I forget how the fifth-year option works, but it's more than the fourth year. I know that. <laughs> uh, but I don't think it's anywhere near like a tag. So I, I, I think he'll still get like – I think he'll still end up with like $15 million, which I guess that's not a lot for a quarterback, but – But he's not good. Uh, and if you're but it's, not, it's a lot for a bad one. Yeah, and if you're Stefanski, <laughs> you're a new coach – you got to prove yourself pretty quick, and if everything on that else on that team is running smoothly, except for the quarterback, that's a big deal. And if they can get something reasonable at quarterback, they're going to be a big deal. Uh, again, uh, that would be Sam Darnold would be a good one for them. I'd give up a first for Darnold. I think that'd be reasonable because you're not going to get a good. They they actually have a pretty decent. Uh, they they have an eight and three record, so they're not going to yeah. get a high quarterback or a high pick. But both these teams are kind of garbage. I think the Browns are at least on track. I'd like to see what Stefanski can do when he gets to pick his quarterback, and I think that'll happen this year. Uh, let's move on to Chargers at Bills. Bills were getting five points. The over-under is 53. We both took Bills and over. We were correct and that it was the Bills who ended up winning. Uh, we both thought they'd win, too. Yeah, uh, and and that is what happened. Yeah, and uh, and but it was under. So the Chargers lost seventeen to twenty-seven. So the Chargers would have needed ten points to cover, but they didn't get any. So that doesn't work. And then the total score was forty-four. So it was definitely under, which surprised me. I the 
I, the Chargers looked so inept in this game, and I felt like Anthony Lynn got very exposed on his lack of being able to coach. Uh, a lot of really, really weird calls with time management. Um, just bad, just bad decisions. Just he's bad. a bad coach, guys. Yeah, <laughs> he's a bad coach. I love the guy, but he's a bad coach. Yeah, it's too bad. I mean, it seems like a good dude. There are questions but... all over that field mm-hmm. <laughs> on what he did. Not just like the play clock, like you're saying. I mean, there was, there were at least five decisions because I did watch a lot of that game, and there were at least five decisions that I saw just going, "What on earth are you thinking?" Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, it's, yeah, he's 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 gonna be gone. He's gone. Yeah. I'm surprised he's still there right now, to be totally honest with you. I mean, they're doing him a solid. Other than he's a good guy. Yeah, and I think that's what they're – because you want to save some face and let him get through the end of the year. And so I don't have a problem with letting him. I mean, what? Why, you're 30 and 8. You're not going to do anything this year. Let the man finish his season, and then you can roll on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. But it's, it was an ugly game. It, it, I mean, neither quarterback did very well. Uh, it, it was just – I don't know. I feel like this one's kind of a scratch. Don't don't pay too much attention to this one. Just kind of go uh, keep going forward. Although Eckler was back in this game, got a lot of the, the bulk of the workload with fourteen carries. That was a big deal. Yeah, that was a big deal. He was good. He and he made some big plays too. Well, like his stats, his stats weren't that like crazy, but he made some plays where, like you know, he he evaded two three tacklers at once mm-hmm. to get a first down. Like he made plays that the other running backs they had can't do. Well, and he had 11 receptions. 16, Gosh, yeah. They targeted him 16 times. He was the leading receiver. He also had 85 yeah. yards. He was the leading receiver. And this is a team that has Keenan Allen and William Mike Williams on there. Yeah, yeah that's that's huge. That's that's an element they were really missing. But you know what's interesting is, like when I watched that game, it was kind of like like Taysom Hill. Uh, I, I, watching the Saints, like the second he got Austin Eckler back, uh, they focused. It almost seemed like they focused too much on getting the ball to him. Agreed. Where you know what I mean? And like, I mean, the strength of their offense is passing that football. And then, like, I watched the Saints. Same thing. I go. They get Taysom Hill in the game, and they're like, they want to focus on his strength, which is uh, Taysom Hill running the football, and uh, and having that RPO thing going on. But he rarely passes, and and in doing so, they cut Alvin Kamara out of the game. Uh, which is so weird. See, I'm okay with that. <laughs> like I'm okay with it because Kamara's been – he's had – it's basically been the New Orleans Kamara's for about half the season. He, yeah. He, 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 it's not sustainable. They wanted to get him a little bit of rest, and they even brought in Latavius Murray through a good – a bulk portion of that game. So I understood that. We'll get to that one a little bit later. Uh, but that one I actually understand. This one I don't. This one is Austin Eckler coming off of a, a, a hamstring injury, and those are very easy to tweak again. And then you give him 14 carries and 11 receptions. I don't understand. I don't understand the reasoning behind that. Like, well, when you have a quarterback that can throw, but yeah, you've got Keenan Allen who got only got four receptions. Mike Williams only got three. I don't understand that. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you've got a quarterback that does have the ability to chuck the ball all day long. Mm -hmm. And that's his strength actually. And you're like, we've got a running back now, so we don't need to do that anymore. Uh, let's just feed the running back. Like, ah. I mean, it's great to have your, your solid running back, but stick to your freaking strengths, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, Herbert is your strength. Your, your, your check down running back should be for, you know, when he's getting blitzed or, or, or something like it. And, and then he can make something out of nothing because that's what Eckler's good at. But, yeah, I, I thought it was really, really a weird way to, to move the team. 
Yeah. Well, just just the focus. I don't have a problem with the the carries. I don't mind fourteen carries because no, Her- Herbert threw it fifty-two times. It's not like he wasn't getting wasn't able to throw sure. it. It's just I understand why all the receptions were to Eckler. But uh, let's move on to Giants at Bengals. The Bengals are getting six. Uh, Over under is forty three. I had we both had Giants and under. This was my lock of the week because why wouldn't it be? Uh, the problem with that though is that Daniel Jones got injured, uh, injured his hamstring, uh, which you don't see a lot with quarterbacks, and got taken out of the game. So the backup had to come in. Who was that? I don't even remember who it was. Oh, it was Colt McCoy. Who I actually I thought could have. I I like Colt McCoy. I always thought he could have done well I if he went him. somewhere other than the the Browns. Uh, the final yeah. score for that one was 19-17. The Giants barely pull out a squeaker on that one. So we did not get the the Giants covering the spread, but we did get the under, uh, as it was a total of 36 points. Uh, this one is a weird one. I don't – Daniel Jones coming out is a big part of it. I mean, he's not that great, but I, I feel like he's at least got that mobility that gives him some, something on offense. The and you shouldn't be having this much issues with the Bengals all the time. I mean, they have nothing. They Brandon Allen played 136 yards, one touchdown, one interception. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got a a kick return for a touchdown right at the beginning, correct? Yes. Or a fumble return. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that kind of that threw me off, uh, and, and of course threw them off. Uh, so you know, that's that's a hell of a way to start the game, but. Um, and and what was that? It was like hundred and yeah, hundred and three yard touchdown. Uh, it's the longest play of the year for the entire NFL actually uh, this year. Um, and then yeah, I mean they the defense was doing way more than I expected them to do. Although Evan Ingram was able to just beat them up. He got a hundred and twenty nine yards as a tight end, which is amazing. Uh, and then yeah, there uh, Wayne Gallman got about a hundred yards as usual uh, in a touchdown and. Uh, so I'm, I'm surprised I'm surprised with those kinds of numbers, you know, that that it wasn't, more, you know, a, a higher scoring game than that for the Giants. But uh, but Bengals, you know, yeah, they, they got 100 yards, <laughs> a touchdown and an interception and kept it within two points. They were a field goal away from winning this game. That's just uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I didn't think it would be anything near this close. Yeah, that's for Gi- the Giants defense, which is really kind of their their main. I I like their identity. Well, I don't understand how you stop. I mean, it's, and it's not like Brandon Allen did. Well, it's only great. 10 points. Yeah. I mean, they only got 10 points because there was a, a punt return for a touchdown. That's fair. Then. I mean, yeah. I mean a kick return for a touchdown. So yeah, he, they kept yeah. him to 10. That's but, fair. Yeah. yeah um, how you can't score more than 19 though. Come on. Yeah. Well, their <laughs> offense is pretty upsetting. So, uh, let's move on out of that game as soon as possible. And into another dumpster fire, the Raiders at the Falcons. The Falcons were getting three points, which we thought was kind of low. Uh, the over-under is 54. We both took Raiders and over. We were wrong on both occasions because what the hell happened to the Raiders? Yeah, that was just confounding. <laughs> I don't use that word often, but uh, the whole, I was actually listening to that game whilst driving, uh, and that was just shocking. I mean, uh, I, I the the amount of turnovers uh, near the red zone and the uh, uh, j- the fumbles, uh, the Raiders just. I mean, it felt like a poorly coached team, but I know they're not. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, I know they're not poorly coached, but they they looked like it. And then I don't know. I can't remember how far into the game when Josh Jacobs got hurt. But uh, you knew once he did that that was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they don't have enough depth there, and they overuse him. Mm-hmm. And so I think Jonathan Abram got a pick. Uh, but, he did. Uh, Boy, that guy's so nasty. He, I he love really watching him play. He, that is the most raider, raider. Him and Max Crosby are the two most raiders, raiders uh, in this <laughs> in this decade. They are. Fam- I love watching those guys play. Abram will hit anybody. He does not care. He just wants someone to hurt. You're right. And and uh, and Henry Ruggs dropped like a 50 yard bomb mm-hmm. that he had two hands on yeah. that would have would have probably gone all the way. So I mean, there were a lot of little things that. Uh, no one of those things could have changed the game, but there was just so many shocking, uh, you know, plays that that shouldn't, turnovers on downs mm-hmm. given up by the 49ers. That was a, a weird one to see. Um, four, four, I don't know. Five, I, five fumbles, four lost. God, five fumbles, mm-hmm. four lost. Really, five? Three, God. three just I mean, by yeah. Derek Carr alone. I honestly, I, I'm. So I still think the Raiders are a good team. It's unfortunate they lost this because I think that pretty much solidifies that they're out of the playoffs. But I think they started losing this game at the end of last week uh, with that emotional loss to the Chiefs. Sometimes teams have a hard time bouncing back from something that emotional, and they have a down week. I think they'll be fine moving forward. But unfortunately, being 6-5 and five and having the Chiefs in your division – you pretty much just kissed your playoff chances goodbye, which is too bad. They are built for the playoffs. They are built so much for the playoffs, and I would have loved to see how they done, but uh, it's a shame. Yeah, and let me let me just throw out one more quick stat because this was this was amazing. I just amazing. So their team had 285 yards of offense, and they got 43 points. <laughs> 43 points off 280 yards of offense that is unheard of yeah that should be 17 points yeah that's i mean that's that's just amazing so yeah sorry that's just the weirdest stat i've seen all year no that's that's a good stat to pull up because it kind of i mean that kind of tells you the whole game right there is it's too yeah. bad it's just it's too bad i was really kind of rooting for the raiders this year uh and i'll be rooting for them next year i wanted to see them get in the playoffs because i felt like they were going to make a lot of people uncomfortable in the playoffs and that would have been a lot of fun Absolutely. Uh, let's move on to the Cardinals at Pats. The Patriots are getting three points over under 50. We both took Cardinals and under. And again, this one kind of, I mean, there's a lot of surprise games. So the Patriots end up winning 20 to 17. Uh, the Cardinals would have had to had three instead of giving up three. And the only thing is it was under with 37 instead of the, uh, the 50 expected. Um, I mean, Belichick knows how to play defense. That's pretty much, that's pretty much what it is. It's not like their offense was that great. Uh, Cam Newton threw for eighty. He threw for eighty-four yards and two interceptions. That's it. Eighty-four yards, wow. two interceptions. Uh, he yeah. didn't run for forty-six yards, but uh, if it's not for James White, James White only ran for eighteen yards, had two touchdowns. It, it was just, it was a bizarre game. Uh, Kyle Murray, Kyle, Kyle Kyler Murray, hundred seventy yards and an interception. It was just yeah. ugly all around. Like, there was nothing really great. Kenyon Drake did have a good game, 78 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, it, it, it was just 
look, Stephon Gilmore blanketed DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, and then they had their defense key in on Kyler Murray to stop him from running. And that's all it takes. And that's like the – and it's the blueprint. I mean, this is the, I want to say, fifth time, which a lot of people don't realize because he, he's like number three in the league in, in reception yards. But DeAndre Hopkins has been held like under 80 yards like five times now in the season. Um, which is which is very low for him. Um, it's just that when he does, you know, match up against teams that that fail to do that, fail to stop stop him, he gets 180 yards. Like <laughs> he just goes completely off and makes up for the last couple of weeks. So um, yeah, it was it was an ugly game to watch. Side note: Kyler probably knocked me out of my entire uh, <laughs> the playoffs for my fantasy football league. God damn it! <laughs> and uh, uh, Kenyon Drake, who knew? Two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Who knew he could play football still? Yeah. Uh, that was my second pick in the draft. As I, I had to drop him halfway through the season. As you should have. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was, it it was hideous. But yeah, it was it was, it was a wake up call for me, on just why the Cardinals are six and five. Like like in fact, I'm not surprised there's they're not four and seven. <clears throat> I mean the Cardinals have an unbelievable playmaker quarterback. They have a phenomenal receiver. But that's about it. Yeah, like that's they, all they have. I mean, yeah, they, they they're top heavy, uh, which is what the Texans always were. Um, they're top heavy and playmakers, and then they have no depth across the board. And and their O line, you and I just blast them for not fixing that O line in the off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is proving to be the problem because the running backs can't get free. Uh, and I I honestly don't know. I don't know what it is because Kenny Drake and Chase Edmonds were both really good last year, but yeah. not not just a little, but really good. In mm-hmm. fact, when Drake went down, Edmonds just came in and picked up right where he left off. They were getting like 150 yards every game, uh, and now neither one of them could do anything, and that's got to be the O line, right? Yeah, and, and you you constantly see that Kyler's under pressure; he doesn't have time to really. Yeah. It's uh, if he's if he's not so mobile, then he's in trouble. It, yeah, it's they've got to fix that offensive line. They went out and got Isaiah Simmons, who I actually really liked. But he's made, I don't know if it's a coach, he's made some, uh, some of the moves he's made have been kind of questionable. Um, I think he can get there. I think he's a smart player. Uh, but, man, to pick him instead of a tackle, instead of Makai Becton, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, that is, it's questionable. It's questionable. Very questionable. I mean, I, I remember seeing, it was really funny, during all the uh, – the blasting the Texans of the trade, uh, which is all I have to say, the trade uh, that that shipped DeAndre Hopkins to them. I remember seeing so many people upset that were Cardinals fans about the trade, not because they thought they didn't get just absolutely give us the shaft on that one, but they were like hundreds of comments going, "Oh my God, the GM's going to stay another few yeah. years because of that," and they hate him. Yeah, he's uh, not good because if you look at the rest of the team, they don't draft well. Um, it's kind of, and, it, and I feel like there's a lot of panic moves. Like they got uh, Rosen and they got rid of him. They've got Steve Wilkes as the coach and they got rid of him. Granted, both needed to be gotten rid of because they weren't playing well. But yeah. like we're other than Kyler Murray, which was kind of a d- no duh, or fleecing uh, Bill O'Brien, which is also kind of a duh yeah. pick. Where is your other? What other moves have you made? I would say Pat ba- Buda Baker was a good one. He's that's had, it. That's it. I'm you out. Know, that's it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Deion Buchanan should have been huge, but he didn't make it. Uh, and he ended up being what Isaiah Simmons is. Uh, Deion Buchanan was bought in 
brought in to be uh, the top safety on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually had him as corner slash safety in the draft, and then uh, they moved him to safety. He got really built. He got jacked. And so then they had, actually realized that Buda Baker was so good that they actually moved him to uh, Jim Buchanan to Michael Linebacker, being basically exactly what Isaiah Simmons is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had him for a few years there, but he busted too. Uh, and I just I see all these busted picks they have, I mean, Patrick Peterson was like 12 years ago. Okay? And, He's not getting credit yeah, for that anymore. Yeah, that was 2011, <laughs> and that was a no. That was a no-brainer as yeah. well. Yeah, and that was, by the way, uh, an early pick in the draft that had 12 Hall of Famers in the first 13 picks. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he doesn't get credit. Yeah. Uh, no matter who he picked, that would have worked out. Uh, and so, yeah, man, uh, I'm just yeah, I'm con- I'm confused that they don't didn't fix that O line. And it's going to have to be a huge point of contention this offseason. And I wonder if even having a really good season, if they if they finish out, go to the playoffs. I'm just saying if. If they finished out, go to the playoffs, say they fin- finish 10 and 6. You've got to fire the GM, right? Yeah. I mean. I mean, you got to fire him. I mean, I know he fleeced the Texans, but, again, anybody could have. Yeah. That, that's not really something to hang your hat on is that you convince no. Bill O'Brien to make a stupid move. I mean, that's his default mode. Absolutely. How many, how many wins did they have the previous year? The, did the, the Cardinals? Yeah. Were they like six wins, something like that? Uh, I can look. Yeah, but... Cardinals. Because I'm wondering how many more wins DeAndre Hopkins got them. <laughs> you know. Uh... Probably more than David Johnson got us. But Well, true, true, true. But I'm saying, like, regard, like the owner doesn't care what the, what the Texans did. So they were 5-10 <laughs> last year. And with one okay, tie, so, five, ten, and one. Okay, five, ten, and one, uh, in a good division. And then, yeah, and then, man, I don't know. I mean, I guess you got to give him credit. That's a that's a pretty good turnaround. But most of that it's Kyler is Kyler due to Kyler Murray, yeah, yeah, growing up and getting in that in that system. Christian uh, Kirk man. didn't work out. Andy Isabella didn't work out. Um, yeah, yeah. Man. Isaiah Simmons isn't really working out. Yeah, he, he's, he's okay. He's okay. I feel I don't even know if he's in the. It's hard to say because this is so. Well, they wouldn't got Josh Jones in the third, who was a left tackle at U of H, University of Houston, and we had both thought that he would be good, but was a project. And right now, I think he's third on the depth chart. Like I just don't. Where? Yeah. What, what was? Take your best move and your worst move. What have you done? Yeah. Yeah. And don't say Kyler. Exactly. That was a no brainer, and that was your coach telling you. You're a new coach saying that that's why. Yeah, that's that's what I want. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, no, Kimes is not a good GM, but he's he probably will keep his job for another year because the owner is. I don't know. I don't think the owner's all that great either. I feel bad for those fans. I do too. <laughs> Let's move on to Titans at Colts. Uh, the Titans were getting three points. The over under is fifty-two. I had Colts and over. You had Colts and over. I actually thought you had the Titans in this game, and I was. Glad I thought to I did too. The... I, was I did too. Really I think you switched it back. I think I did. God dang it. You <laughs> moron. So the uh, the Titans rolled the co- the Colts 45 to 26. The Titans would have or the Colts would have needed 19 points and the total score is 71. So we were right in the over, but we we're definitely wrong about the uh, the Colts covering. It was yeah. I mean I, the, the most part was it looked like these teams looked opposite of what they usually have. Um it looked like Phillip Rivers was starting to get comfortable, and he threw for almost 300 yards and two touchdowns. He did have one interception, although I don't know that that one was really on him. Um, they couldn't get the run game going, which is the one thing that the uh, the Titans are good at is they're good at stopping the run. They're not good at the pass, 
But if you're the Colts, that's really most of your offense. If you're going to make Philip Rivers beat you, then that's, you're going to have a tough day. And then on the other side, Derrick Henry, 178 <laughs> yards and three touchdowns. Unreal. Yeah. I mean, the first – I can't remember his exact stats for the first quarter, but it was like, what, like 85 yards and two touchdowns? Yeah. Or more than that, maybe. Did he hit 100 yards the first quarter? Like it, yeah. Whatever it was, it was shocking. Uh, and then the rest of the game was just a little bit of Derrick Henry and then, you know, an A.J. Brown touchdown, whatever, you know. Well, and then A.J. Brown had a special teams touchdown as well. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. He picked, it was supposed to be an onside kick, and he picked it up and took it to the house. Yeah, that's – God, Jesus. Yeah, it's uh, – it was an odd game. It was a really odd game. And, and I feel like it wasn't even as close as the score. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it just – they got a touchdown in the fourth quarter – that was a prevent defense thing that yeah. was just kind of like whatever. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not excited. That the announcers were really trying to make it sound like there was a comeback brewing, but there There's was no, no comeback brewing. There was no way. There was yeah. there was no way. It was uh Philip Rivers kind of being the Philip Rivers that you know. Yeah. Uh, and you he know? wasn't terrible. And, uh, he wasn't actually that terrible. The problem is the run game couldn't I mean the leading rusher, Naheem Hines had twenty nine yards. And that's kind of been their uh, identity is whoever the running back with the hot hand is will go. Well, none of them did. Uh, yeah, no it, hot hands today. It, it was just, uh, yeah, it was just ugly. The Titans take the lead in the division, and uh, I believe these teams play each other one more time. I think. I think you're right. Uh, maybe no. Or did they I think that's twice. Other? I think that's yeah. twice. Oh, you're right because they played each other a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, they played each other on the twelfth. So yeah, they played each other twice. Um, yeah, they played the Texans twice coming up. Yeah, so, get so a couple unless wins. the Texans could, yeah, <laughs> unless the Texans can beat them uh, at the end of the season, I don't see. I mean, they've got the Titans after this have the Browns, the Jaguars, the Lions, and the Packers and the Texans. I mean, other than the Packers, they should be able to roll this fine. Yeah, yeah. No, I. I... I think the Titans are going to the playoffs. I mean, yeah, I, 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 agree. I actually, you know what? I actually think the Texans will split with the Colts. Uh, I think they're on a roll. They're getting some confidence. Um, I don't think they're a great team, but I think that they're going to fight really hard to beat them. Uh, and, I, and they play, always play each other well. I think the Texans actually beat them one of those games, and that ends up sealing the fate, and the Titans go to the playoffs. You uh, may be right. Yeah, I really do. Uh, I think one of the te- one of the games the Colts will absolutely destroy us. <laughs> Whether it's the first one or the last one, I yeah. don't know. But one of them, we play hard and surprise them. I think uh, we also play Philip Rivers really well, uh, the Texans. So yeah, and then uh, yeah, I think the Titans are definitely going though. Fair enough. And they're getting hot at the right time too. True. Uh, let's move to the next game, which is Panthers at Vikings. The Panthers are getting three points. The over/under was fifty-one. We both took Vikings and over on this, but we both also said we wanted nothing to do with this game because we had no idea which way it was yeah. going to go. And um, the score kind of showed you. If you watched that game, it was close. It was a fun game. Um, it was a fun game, actually. Yeah, the final score being 27-28, to 28, Vikings winning. Uh, the Panthers would have needed a point. They got three, so they covered, uh, and we lost. And then the total score was 55, so it was most def- definitely over. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, if you got a chance to watch it, it was good. You know, it, it it was absolutely a case of 
uh, Christian McCaffrey would have been good for two more points. Yeah. You know what At I mean? Uh, if they'd had him, they win that game. At least. Uh, Mike Davis only did 55 yards rushing, 24 passing. Uh, I feel like McCaffrey could have, with against that offense, or that defense, could have done double that. Yeah, and I mean, Robbie Anderson had himself a game as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, And Bridgewater looked pretty good. I mean, uh, he, he actually looked really good uh, going into, you know, in the fourth quarter. Um, his big problem, he got he got hurt at the end of the game. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, he came out of the last the last play of the game. Actually, was uh, it was a it was a deep pass. Uh, there was a deep pass to Robbie Anderson, and then like a quick a quick pass to somebody else. I don't remember. Uh, maybe their tight end, and then uh, which set up the field goal. And then he had to run up and spike it. Uh, but when he ran up to spike it, you saw him just grab his he, his arm had been hurt yeah. from that last tackle. And uh, and then he walked up, spiked it, and then walked off the field, and like he couldn't even pick his arm up, like it was hanging it down, like it had been dislocated. The good news yeah. is it's his non It looked like his non-throwing arm, but I mean it was yeah, yeah, yep. it was drooping, it was hanging, and then Sly, yeah, right? Sly, the kicker for the Panthers misses that. Oh, oh it was yeah, like a right. it was like a thirty-five yard chip shot, and yeah, it just goes wide, wide left, and uh, but it was a good game. It was, I mean, I feel like both these teams will be much better next year. Um, they yeah. just the Panthers are rebuilding. The Vikings are just having a down year. Like they just had a lot of bad things happen at once. But uh, no, you're right. They'll both be a lot better next year. Yeah, and very similar teams. I feel like as well. But uh, uh, yeah, how about Jeremy Chin too? By the oh, way, oh my god. So he's the first player in history, first defensive player in history to get back to back touchdowns. Yeah, that is. Just wild. Yeah. Uh, good for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, two fumbles returned for a touchdown. Back to back. That was impressive. <laughs> with, with 13 tackles to add on to that. You and I were both really high on him coming out of the draft. And uh, safety wasn't really something the Texans needed. There's no way we were going to be able to get him. But we both really – it's such a really good safety uh, draft class this past year. Safety and wide receiver. And uh, I tell you what, the the Panthers going into next year, all these guys are on are starters, and they're rookies. Troy Pride, Jeremy Chen, uh, Gross Matos, who looks like he's doing getting better and better. Derek Brown, uh, Bravion Roy, who was a six round pick who's been starting. I mean, he's not doing a ton, but for a six round pick to be starting in the middle, that's pretty good. You still have Brian Burns, who got the year before, and. Uh, I, Jeremy Chin can play all over the place. It, they're they are going to be interesting next year. Uh, they also had I believe Dante Jackson was pretty nicked up this this game. I don't even know if he played that much, but uh, yeah, having him healthy next year, I feel like they're on the right path. They're going to be interesting next year, and I love the receiving core. Yep, absolutely. Let's move to the next game: Saints at Broncos. The uh, Broncos were getting six points, which seemed criminally low. Over under is forty four. We both took Saints and under on this. We were both right. Uh, the final score was 31-3 to Saints. The Broncos would have needed 28 points to cover. The total score was 34. I, this is kind of what I thought was going to end up happening. Taysom Hill yeah. got 78 yards passing through one interception uh, on 16 attempts. But then he ran for 44 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely... I watch him, and the one thing I think, the only negative I really, I mean, he's not a great quarterback. I mean, he's he's 
Tim Tebow. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's that's that's a bad example. No, but, that's uh, a no, that's a very good that's a very good example. He's, a, he's yeah, exactly it, that. Yeah, he's just he. It seems to me though, like he's trying so hard to prove that he can be a quarterback because he wants the job somewhere next year. Uh, that he's like, no, 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 I'm keeping the ball. <laughs> I mean, like the both both touchdown rushing touchdowns uh, seemed unnecessary. <laughs> they seemed like something he could have passed over uh, or get, let Latavius Murray run it in, uh, who was already having a great game and averaging six and a half yards a carry. Uh, and uh, I don't know, there was just something weird about Taysom Hill's play that felt like he was really trying to get the eyeballs on him wherever he could. Uh, and I, again, instead of Latavius Murray, I, or Alvin Kamara, but but I agree with you. Like letting Kamara rest a little bit, probably a good idea, especially in a game where you didn't need him. But but Murray could have been used some more. Uh, I don't know. I just I wasn't thrilled watching Taysom Hill. Uh, I think I don't think he's playing for this job. I think he's playing for the next job. Is I guess where I'm going with this. Well, it does. I mean, ugh, what a, I can't really blame him. I guess I, I don't blame him, but what an ugly resume. Like it's yeah, that's yeah. I, I just I mean, throw the ball. Yeah. Well, he can't. And what's what's even crazier is, if you think this is a bad resume for you, what does that look like for Jameis, who they were putting in Taysom Hill instead of Jameis? Jameis was pissed. Some of the players are pissed. Yeah. I, don't uh, I mean, they they should be. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I it was effective. Su- I wouldn't be surprised if Jameis starts next week, uh, if Drew Brees is still out, because I think they're gonna. You you got to do something. You're. you're this, this is a team that could go to the Super Bowl. you got to get that locker room under control. Granted, you know Drew Brees is coming back, but why mess with it? Uh, you're not even playing. I don't even think they play anyone good next week. Uh, are they, yeah, I was going to ask who are they playing because they've got a pretty easy schedule up until the end of the season. I think they have a few, but they play the Falcons next week. It's a divisional game. And even yeah. then, if you're the Saints – you don't want to run Taysom Hill out there because the one thing Falcons can do is they can throw, they can put yards on you, and if you've got to come back in a game, you need you need Jameis's arm. Mm-hmm. Um, after yeah. that, they have Eagles, Chiefs, Vikings, and Panthers. I mean, other than Chiefs, the others are kind of hit or miss. But uh, and you should have Drew Brees back by by at least the Chiefs. So I don't. I, I think for the next game, you kind of need to use Jameis. For the Broncos, I get Taysom yeah. because the Broncos aren't going to put any points on you. They didn't have, they didn't have a quarterback. Well, they didn't have a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Kendall Hinton, who was a wide receiver and played, not even, I mean, not even one of their top four, and played a little bit of quarterback in college but was not the starter, threw one for nine for two interceptions. This is the first time a, uh, a quarterback has had more interceptions than completions since Ryan Leaf. Maybe he played Taysom Hill just to taunt the Broncos and go, look, look, I'm not starting a quarterback either. So it was like a quit hitting yourself I'm version of football. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to tie it in, suckers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with you. I think Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas need to be a big part of the Falcons game. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you. And, boy, that would be fun, especially against that Falcons defense. It's so porous. That would be an yeah. interesting uh, watch. Let's move on to 49ers at Rams. The 49ers are getting seven points. The over/under is 45. Uh, I foolishly took the Rams and over. You took the 49ers and under. You were right on both accounts. The final score was 49ers 23 to 20, and the total score is 43. 
I thought the Rams were going to put it up on the 49ers. They do still have a good defense. I just didn't think uh, I didn't think the Rams defense would allow Nick Mullins to put hang 252 on him. Uh, it's not like the rushing game was was great. They had two rushers for 43 yards, but Debo Samuel went off for 133. Uh, yeah, that's that's wild. Now a couple, a bunch of those were on that last drive. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was eye-opening that Mullins was able to put those kind of points up. But then again, their uh, the running game was back. I mean, they got uh, one of their linemen back. They got Raheem Mostert back. They got Richard Sherman back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got, I want to say, one of their D-linemen came back from injury. Fairly sure. Um, which was part of my, my, my thinking behind, you know, uh, the 49ers just putting up a much harder fight. Uh, than people thought, and um, I, I knew it wouldn't be high scoring, uh, but definitely, you know, thought it'd be a little bit closer for whatever reason. They just always are um, within this division. They're always close, good games, hard yeah. fought. Um, and Mostert, I mean, he only put up 43 yards. It's not like he was killing it. Uh, 2.7 yards of carry is awful, um, but it's Aaron Darnold. <laughs> Aaron Darnold, and you're trying to go up the middle, so it's not going to work out. Yeah. Um I mean, the biggest thing is once with Jared Goff is if you're able to make him uncomfortable in the pocket because he's not mobile, he mm-hmm. kind of crumbles. And you kind of saw it here. They did that. I mean, he was under pressure almost the whole time. Uh, Andrew Wentworth, their left tackle, uh, is out. And Jared Goff ended up throwing 198 yards and two picks. You kind of saw, I mean, that's the recipe for beating them is if you can get, if you can get pressure on Jared Goff. And that's, they don't have, the Rams don't have the offensive line to help him so yeah uh i mean they'll probably make the playoffs but i think people a a good defense will be able to kind of kick them out pretty quickly yeah and uh by the way uh guy we both liked um going into the uh going into this year as a rookie was javon kenlaw and he got himself an interception yeah, uh, yeah, that was yeah. If you saw that, he tipped it. I got an interception, and then, and then Richard Sherman, of course, got another one, uh, and, and a, a couple tackles for loss by the two of those guys. So yeah, no, it was uh, the 49ers. They're they're gonna be right back in the mix next year, uh, you know, and, and playoff contenders uh, from the beginning. And uh, you know, people forget about just how decimated they were, yeah. and more than likely they'll have a better quarterback. So yeah. Yeah, I think so Not... too. That, uh, and I keep, hate to keep bringing up Sam Darnold, but I think the 49ers are in that meaty area where they're not going to quite get a good quarterback draft. Uh, yeah. But I think they can go get Sam Darnold, and I would pay. I would if I'm them, I would pay a second or a first for him, and because that's all really all they need is a quarterback. Let me ask you set. this: uh, Could Kirk Cousins play there? Uh, why? Why? <laughs> I mean, if I mean, if, I mean, Sam Darnold can't go everywhere. So if somebody else gets Darnold, uh, do you think Cousins would be an improvement there if he's uh, if he's let go? Because you know Vikings are one of the people and talks about Dak. So I, uh, I think he's an improvement, but do you want to go into a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins? I mean, I don't want to, <laughs> but like their their team seems to be built around not needing that great quarterback, just somebody who's mildly efficient behind a great O line, and you know they've got a great O line. Yeah, uh, if he can be kept on his feet, and he's he's not exactly a scrambler, but he's not he's also not a statue back there. Um, 
So he might be able to, you know, he wouldn't be as good as Darnold would be in that offense, I don't think. Yeah, but, I, I agree. Uh, I just think he'd, he'd be better than Jimmy G is all. Yeah, I tell you what, Fitzpa- Fitzpatrick would be interesting in that offense. Cause he oh, can, God. He can, he can vomit <laughs> down the field. Uh, and I feel like I feel like Shanahan could kind of rein that in a little bit. I don't know. I think that would be – I mean, it's not That's who I would want to go to Super like Bowl either, but I feel like that would be a good pickup for them. I like that. People love him and want to play for him too. So yeah. that would be, he'd have instant chemistry in that, in that locker room. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I like that. I, I want to see that now. Yeah. <laughs> if they can't get, I want to see the beard. If they can't get Darnold or uh, a quality quarterback, go get you some pitch yeah. magic. Uh, the oh. next game is the chiefs at the bucks. The uh, bucks were getting three points. The over under is 56. We both took chiefs and over and uh, we didn't get it. The final score was 27-24, <laughs> so the Bucks covered in an ugly, ugly game. Uh, the total score was 51, so it wasn't over either. It was much a little more lower scoring. Um, yeah. This this was – the Chiefs were kind of walloping them. And then in the fourth quarter, the Tampa Bay had a few – it felt like garbage time, and they got close. Um, yeah. You know, put that on the Chiefs' defense for not for not keeping their foot on the gas. Uh, I mean, they got beat up by Ronald Jones. <laughs> uh, Ronald Jones had uh, one catch for 37 yards and a touchdown, but he leaped over a guy. It was, uh, <laughs> it, it just felt like they kind of quit a little bit, a little bit halfway through there. So too busy celebrating early. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Which is not usually something you see from the Chiefs. Um, Mahomes having yeah. another amazing game through 462 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, on the other side of the field, Brady, 345 and three touchdowns, but also two interceptions. They are just – Bruce Arians and Tom Brady are just not on the same page. They, I, Bruce Arians went and got Tom Brady, but then tried to run his own Bruce Arian offense, which is bomb it down the field. That's not who Tom Brady is. He's – I mean, we've, I've said it a few times on here. He's a – he dinks and dunks. He just kind of cuts you. Little cuts here and there until you finally just bleed out. And the coach and the quarterback aren't on the same page. And that that just is a recipe for, for failure. It's not ideal. Yeah. There's yeah, too much talent not... on that team for them to be really bad. That's why they're 7-5. and five. They'll probably end up going 10-6. and six. Uh, But it's just they're not going to win the division. they got to fix that in the offseason. Yeah, I mean, uh, and it seems like Tom is saying, "Screw this! I'm gonna, I'm gonna play my way." Like, even, even though you're gonna continue to call your plays, like I'm gonna play my way. Like, uh, just example: ten of his, ten of his passes went to, uh, went to tight ends. Like he's like, "I'm gonna use my tight ends, and I'm gonna, you know what I mean?" And, and uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna bomb it downfield like you want. I'm just not. Uh, but he, he did. got some passes. He did like you constantly saw? Like he had two in well, a row. Well, but he had two picks that he tried that he to did. bomb. Yeah, well, I mean, well, no, he bombed it more than that because he threw two to, like, Mike Evans almost back-to-back, and it was just it, – it looked forced. It looked like it was forced. I don't know why you would throw a deep <laughs> bomb and then do another – I guess to kind of throw him off. I don't know. He just looks uncomfortable in that system. And mm-hmm. Arians – I never understood coaches that say, we're going to do my system. You kind of have to – if you've got the players for your system, great. If you don't, you kind of have to play with what you got. And – you keep doing stuff like this and it's going to be, it's going to be a mess. No, I, I agree. And, and the chiefs were <sighs> confusing again because 
they once again, God, I mean, Tyreek Hill, <laughs> he had 200 yards in the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen that in my life. Yeah. Uh, two, that has to be an NFL record. Um, I'd be amazed if it's not. But yeah, he had like 200, 203 yards in the very first quarter uh, with two touchdowns. Uh, he ended up finishing 269 yards receiving three with touchdowns. Three, yeah. I mean, uh, Kelsey, and everybody, after that, everybody was like where they're normally at. Kelsey had about 80 yards. Sammy Watkins, you know. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, all of them getting you know three, four passes, so what, nothing though, like. But Watkins went down on the one, and got really close to a touchdown. I, that, that, yeah, that, you could tell he, that hurt him because he doesn't have his games are very boomer bust, and uh, yeah, that's, that was hard to see. Yeah, but 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 again, the the running game was very unimpressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but I mean, Le'Veon Bell had. You know, five carries, twenty-two yards. Yeah, but Mahomes uh, had more yards than Le'Veon Bell. Than Le'Veon Bell, yeah. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, eleven carries for thirty-seven yards. So, not you know, it's only three point four yards a carry. It's uh, uh and they, they tried a trick play where Kelsey tried to bomb. Uh, he almost did get a touchdown, by the way. Uh, but he got batted down. It was a wide open receiver. So if that linebacker hadn't gotten his hands up in the air, that would have been a touchdown. But, um. I don't know, man. There's something weird about watching the Chiefs this year. Like, despite this 200 – after that 200-yard first quarter, <laughs> uh, which was basically three enormous passes to Tyreek Hill, after that first quarter, from that point on the rest of the game, they just look really beatable. Like, I, I, it's hard to explain because they end up beating teams and getting all these – they're 10-1. and one. I mean, they're freaking 10-1. and one. Yeah. But I just see all these games where I watch them going, if you just play – good football like like it doesn't have to be great football if you play good football but you don't make mistakes like you don't throw just a stupid pick you know what i mean you know if you just don't make big mistakes there you can be in the game you can they're beatable they're a beatable team they're not i feel like they were more unbeatable last year like uh you know I, there was something about the team last year that just felt like go ahead and pack it in boys yeah. <laughs> if you're playing the chiefs go on home uh, they're going to beat you 40 to 12. And uh, and this year, it just seems like a lot of close games, a lot of close games. And they're typically decided by a couple of huge mistakes. Like one of those picks by Brady might have changed the game. It was only a three-point game, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it could, real... be, it could be a Super Bowl hangover. It could be their their players played I mean, longer you... than any other, than, you know, 30 other teams. They played the most. So it could be they're a little bit tired and run down. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things it could on be, that. but they're... I still think they're the, my favorite to win uh, the Super Bowl yeah. this year. I, man, I think the Saints. Yeah, uh, the Saints are hard to pass uh, on. But Drew Brees' health, it's it's dependent on that. If Drew Brees it is, is out, they are done. Granted, I mean, you could say the same about Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes is young, uh, does not have yeah. a history of injury, whereas yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, Drew Brees has more broken ribs than you know healthy ones. Can I tell you who would be amazing to see if, if he ended up a uh, chief? Uh, I hope he doesn't, but uh, Kenny Stills is on the waiver wire. Yeah. Uh, he just seems like he fits that team. I'd like to see him With there. his speed and, you know, and, and, and coming in with some kind of fresh legs, like that would be kind of interesting to see, and he'd be really good depth for like a Tyreek Hill and those guys. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, that would be yeah. interesting. So we had a prop bet. Uh, yeah, for this one. Oh, passing man. touchdowns over under six and a half, and I thought that was such a good line. 
Uh, I took the yeah. under, and I'm glad I did because it was six touchdowns. So I got both the prop bets this week. Uh, and it, thank God because I, we were dead even before, so now I'm up by two. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I really thought that 6.5 could bait you into the seven games. Uh, I mean, seven touchdowns because my thought was that it was going to be right at six. I thought it would be a high-scoring game, though, mm-hmm. first of all. But I thought it would end up at about six touchdowns. Uh, and then my, my thinking was that the Chiefs would be up by more uh, and they'd just be running the football the whole second quarter and they wouldn't be trying to pass for touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, second half, sorry. And uh, and so it would have, yeah, it would have ended like, you know, two, three touchdowns by Mahomes and like, you know, three by, by Brady, uh, but then just running the football uh, for the Chiefs the second half. So, yeah, yeah, I kind of thought I, I w- would have liked the under going into the game, but I did think that there was – I mean, there was a really good chance if Brady hadn't botched that last drive and if the Chiefs in their last drive had gone for it instead of just trying to get that first down and then sit on the ball, mm-hmm. uh, there was a chance. There was a yeah, chance. There I also was... thought there would be a running rushing touchdown in this game. But... Yeah, there, it was true. But uh, but I guess where, where I meant there was a chance, There was I was watching the game thinking about this, and there were six touchdowns already passing. And there was like four minutes and 45 seconds left in the fourth. I was like, oh, man, <laughs> there's a chance. There's a chance that they could do it, but they didn't. <laughs> uh, let's uh, move on to the night game, and that was Bears at Packers. Bears were getting oh. nine points, over-under is 45. Um, this got ugly real fast. Um, it, it was, uh, what, 27 to 10 at, at halftime? Uh, Packers end up winning 41 to 25. I took Bears and under. You took Packers and under. I thought the Bears defense would play better, uh, and I thought you know what the one thing the Bears can actually do okay is run the ball. And I thought and with, with Montgomery back, I thought that would actually at least be for an even game. I thought the Packers would win, but I thought the nine points would get them there. Uh, it wasn't the case. the The Bears defense looked like they like they quit. I mean, the whole team kind of looked like they quit. Um, Trubisky came out, threw three touchdowns, two interceptions, 242 yards. It's a very Trubisky stat line. Uh, Rodgers, 211 yards, but four touchdowns, because that's what he'd do. Uh, and the, I like that Green Bay has kind of mixed up Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams instead of just relying on Aaron Jones, because he, he ended up getting nicked up halfway through the season, and Jamal Williams is a solid running back, so I kind of like that they've incorporated him more. Um but yeah, the, the, they would run down to the end zone, and then Aaron Rodgers would just throw it to somebody. So uh, it's uh, it's not a good look for the Bears. There, there's it a lot of talk nice. that they're going to fire Nagy, and to be honest, I would not mind picking him up as a head coach in Houston. The only, I agree. The I biggest agree, problem yeah. with Nagy is he never had an offensive line or uh, a quarterback. He got stuck with Trubisky. I don't know what you wanted to do. I thought I actually got pretty good production out of Trubisky with what he had um agreed i would take him in houston i think he could do well because the one thing the the way that the bears and the texans are different is that they're almost the opposite uh bears have a really good defense, <laughs> is in every way <laughs> no offensive line and no quarterback and a, and a decent running back the texans have no running back a really good quarterback and i think an actually pretty good line they just haven't have been coached up so yeah, it's ugly. Um, not too much to pull out of this. It's, it's everyone's who they are. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> they are. And uh, I, I do want to say, though, that uh, 
I know this is weird, but uh, uh, Alan Lazard feels like he could eventually be a game changer for that Packers. I mean, they already won 41, put 41 points on the Bears. Mm-hmm. So don't get me wrong. That's already <laughs> un- unreal. Uh, but it was interesting watching kind of what I thought would happen was that by having to spread your your, uh, your safeties out and watch out for Devontae Adams and for Alan Lazard, it ended up opening the field up for Robert Tonyan again. Yeah. Uh, so this was one of his best games of the year, even though not, it wasn't the biggest stat game. Uh, he had five. I think it was five first downs. I think I, I think I watched every pass he got was a first down. I could be wrong. Uh, well, he only every... had five receptions, and one of which was a touchdown. So I don't know if that one also counted as a first down. But he had quite a few. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like every 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 pass to Tanya moved the chains is what I mean in some degree. Like it was a it was an important play. You know what I mean? Like it, it and and it was open because Alan Lazard was that second threat that they've been needing. Uh, over there, I, I can only imagine if they had gotten Will Fuller, how how oh, unreal no. this offense would have looked like to watch, and still could get Kenny Stills as we talked about it. Yeah. Ago. He again is on the waiver wire. So, um, but yeah, that was that was just a really a really interesting uh, game to watch and, and see how just getting that second receiver can really change the game for for Aaron Rodgers, and, and it did. I mean, against a really good defense, it was a legit good defense. So I mean, they earned that win, like. You know, yes, Chicago played bad, but my God, like it's forty-one points, man. Yeah, not great. So, uh, yep. That wraps up all the games. We have Seahawks at Eagles tonight. Um, Eagles are getting five points over under fifty. You and I both have Seahawks and over on this one, and I stand by that. I think that'll end up happening. But uh, oh, yeah. Oh, another thing of note: uh, Lions fired their GM and their coach. That's true. Yeah, I mean that was kind of this a long weekend. time coming. I love, and I texted you after we got that. The Texans have gotten two coaches and two GMs fired, their own, <laughs> their own, and uh, uh, the Lions. So that was pretty fun. Yeah, you kind of knew it was going to happen. Matt Patricia's not a good coach. Uh, he's a coordinator, and uh, yeah, he'll go back to being a coordinator, which is for the best for him. And hopefully, the Lions make a good move in coaching. Although that's not really their thing, so I'd be surprised. Super quick, funny story to that. The Lions fans uh, and Redditors have all panned together and uh, donated massive amounts of money uh, to the Deshaun Watson Foundation to thank him for getting rid of Matt Patricia. Yeah, I saw that. That was fantastic. I love so, it. I mean, when fans do uh, good stuff out of spite, it's so much yes, fun. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, it worked out for some people. It's going to it's gonna change some people's lives in a good way. Yeah. And Matt Patricia is not as much. Yes. Yeah, but he was he was he was out the door. There's no way he was staying. He was he was terrible. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. We, we will come back Friday with our uh, our work week thirteen picks. Hard to believe we're already at week thirteen. Yep. Yep. And a post mortem on the Steelers Ravens because God knows that could be a really hideous game. Or that could be if it happens. And if it's that much COVID involved, it could also be the downfall of civilization. So that would be fun. <laughs> Could, could be the beginning of the end for the NFL this season too, because I bad. that really worries me. The amount of amount of players on both sides that are getting it. Yeah, that's bad. All right, we'll see you then. Adios.